and welcome to another news episode of Xenochat. I'm one of the hosts, Tyler, along with Justin. Hello, everyone. All right, we got a bunch of various Zeno news to discuss, uh, but first our guests. Uh, up first, we got Anthony. Hello. And Marie. Hello. Nick. Hello. <laughs> and B. Hello. Welcome, everyone. So we got can we, a. Can we pause? Can we can we pause for just a moment to acknowledge? how smooth Nick's entrance was just now. That was, that was he, glorious. He is the coolest person on the podcast right now. I, was, I don't think so. But I was trying to create ASMR for that part. You know, well, we Can opening could... ASMR. We all appreciate that. Has that. To be, that has to be in my... That, that's going to be in my top number one opening to any episode of Xenochat ever. I'm yeah. sorry. It was <laughs> that was too perfect. <laughs> Cracking open a can. All right. <laughs> All right, well, let's get past this intro uh, and talk about merch first, because uh, there's a lot of merch on the way. Indeed, um, there is. Um, hmm? I can talk about some of this. Yeah. So, all right. So for, for starters, we've got some Xenoblade 3 acrylic figures um, or stands, whatever you want to call them. They're up on Ami Ami. You can get the main cast, Noah, Uni, Lance, Tyon, Senna, and Mio. Um, they're about, tw- I'd say about twelve fifty USD each. So um, check that out if you're interested. If you're into that, uh, you want you want lands on your desk, then yeah, go do that. I might snag a tie on. I'm, I'm considering it. Looks like Stand they come out in November. Looks like yeah, yeah, November nice. 2022. Cool. So yeah, uh, take a look at that. Maybe throw that in with whatever else you're ordering at Amiami. So that's that's nice. Another thing that's coming out really soon is the Xenoblade Three Perfect Guide. It is available for pre-order on Play Asia. Now that's I did not know about guide this. Forever. Was that I didn't know either. Recently, <laughs> I discovered it because y'all know me. I dig through Play Asia. So yes, <laughs> that is on uh, Play Asia site. You can go ahead and pre-order that. There is a link in our doc. Tyler will put that in the show notes. Yep. You know, so. actually, good point to be made about those acrylic stands. Now that I think about it, is um that might be your most likely chance at getting any male hero from Z- Xenoblade, the closest to a figure you might get. Yeah, yeah male figures <laughs> don't exist, and it's yeah. so sad. Yeah, this is probably the only shot that like Tyon or Lance, especially. I are think getting I think they are underestimating the power of his bandos. <laughs> <laughs> Stinky. Yeah, like Mio's getting two. What that actually brings me to the next topic. So Mio actually is getting two figures really soon, both a scale figure and a Figma. So that's gonna be cool. And I have a feeling Uni will probably be next if they're gonna do another girl from that game. Hell yeah! yeah she's I mean, really popular. Cool. Yeah. And speaking of, of them, and speaking of good girls in the Zeno series. Amelia figure has shipped and she's finally in my room. So happy about that. I yeah, um, Justin only got his like a year later. I'm kidding. I, I brought it from Good Smile and they shipped it a lot later than I expected them to. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I pre ordered through Good Smile also on that one. Maybe I didn't. I don't remember. Anyway, uh, Good Smile just hates me. That was true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a multi-time customer. I order from them way too much, honestly. 
<laughs> and finally, uh, the last uh, merch that we want to discuss is Well Tall Id Bring Arts has been delayed to November. Yeah. No! Yeah. <sighs> oh, well. But in a way, oh if you were God. to buy the acrylic figures, you could pair it with it. <laughs> because <laughs> it's the words the same right one. out of my mouth. I was just about to say that. So, yeah. If you want something to come with your id, then you can go ahead and get those figures. Great idea. Yep. <laughs> I'm t- tempted, but also Tokyo Game Show is like killing my wallet right now with all the sales on Steam. <laughs> oh yeah, just insane. There's a big there's a big sale right now. Tokyo Game Show is just crazy in general because there's so many announcements. We're not going to yeah. talk about those on this, but like. It, it's nuts. Like, whether it's that, the Nintendo Direct, or, like, the State of Play, it was so, there was just so many games coming. It's insane. Yeah, I, I didn't realize <laughs> that this week was uh, Tokyo Game Show until I Googled it. Like, whoo, yeah, wow, what yeah, a week. It's, it's a crazy week, it's indeed. crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of the uh, Nintendo Direct that happened, we got a little bit more news about the next wave of Xenoblade 3 DLC. <laughs> yeah, we got introduced to a new uh, hero character named Eno, and she's got an interesting gimmick to her. Noponic uh, Brave, Noponic Warrior. What was it? It was an Opar- Moponic Guardian? Was that what it was? Noponic Champion. Champion, yeah. Yeah, and Noponic Champion is uh, Eno's class. Um, they have, uh, what was it? Their st- I had their stats, I had their ranks. Uh, give me a second. Is it it ASDA by chance? Yeah, it's ASDA. I was just looking at like what they were A in. I I believe it was like A for attack, S for um, was it like block rate or something? I I forget what the symbol. I forget the order. Yeah, because I think I think she's a uh, defender. Okay. Wait a second. That reminds me. What's that? yeah, that's the ASDA. That's the people that rate meat. Yeah, okay. So good to know about her. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, moving on. Nick is on the roll tonight. So, um, a lot of people saw her and immediately <laughs> said, "Holy crap! This is the poppy of Xenoblade Three, and it looks like you're going to be leveling them up in a different way than usual. Like, looks like they have a whole new skill chart." And I also noticed that it looked like they were drinking ether cylinders. Yeah, so, because it, it's a robot. So yeah, so they're gonna be drinking ether cylinders, and it looks like we got a new kind called HD ether cylinders. And I think you could use those to um, get their new skills. I, I think that's how this is gonna work. Okay, because I I have like a surplus of like ether cylinders of like I I could spend that on something. But I'm else. not sure if it's the same kind of ether cylinder mm. though. Because it specifically says HD ether cylinders. Maybe you convert a certain amount of like regular ether cylinder to to get like the HD kind. Mm, yeah, that could be a possibility. So to be um, honest, there was so much ether in the world that that could be a good way of using it. Because I'm always I'm always maxed out on it. <laughs> so I can't yeah, say where because that's a spoiler. But there's a certain place at a certain point in the game that has like. So much ether, you'll choke out, choke to death on it. So don't even worry. <laughs> yeah, I think I might know which place. I, th- you're I think you about. were just there. In fact, not yeah. too long ago, HK. So you probably know what I mean. Oh, but I, uh, we won't mention the place. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you saw it. Uh, I remember Justin. You posted images of the uh, 
like the characters in like the class outfit for you know was it oh yeah that yeah. it looks pretty cool yeah i actually really like you know design uh it's it's super neat well what's interesting is that she's got like those triangles on here they look just like the playstation triangles <laughs> i did not notice that i didn't i didn't notice that either. so i was like what we got like a sony wrap here that, that's pretty oh, funny no uh, yeah she's she's a sleeper agent <laughs> i'm curious to see like how she fits in a story and what her hero quest is assuming they even have one yeah they, I am they too. most likely have one to be honest all the heroes at a quest yeah. so yeah i, I do don't ha- see why a dlc character would not have one too <laughs> yep and um also you know in the same wave of dlc this is wave three they showed off some new challenge battles so uh if you complete some of those with an a rank or higher you can unlock swimsuits for your characters uh, if you do defenders gut check that was what the one that they showed in the direct trailer you can unlock noah swimsuit but they did show all the other characters of swimsuits so so yep. yes swimsuits confirmed we, we knew the challenge battle mode was coming someday yeah yep. Come pretty soon it's good yeah, and it's coming out sooner than expected because this is coming out. Uh, the next wave is uh, October thirteenth, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Also, yeah. like, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't like those like pseudo like a uh, diver pants kind of swimsuit that Noah is wearing? Isn't that like what Shulk had too? Is that am I thinking wrong? Well, it's kind of similar, but not quite. It's a different yeah. shape. Okay, uh, I was. Just, I'm trying to think of anyway. Yeah, but yeah, uh, that is part of wave two. Um, wave three was shown very briefly at the end of it, and we got to see a silhouette of a new hero. So we have no idea who this is going to be, and I guess they'll reveal them down the line. Yeah. Does Look anybody have the season pass right now? I do. I just bought I it do. like. Yesterday. I bought it I day one it. because it's Monolith, and Monolith can have all my money. <laughs> I was like, I'll go ahead and do it now. It's all fine. Right. I decided that I'm going to wait for the inevitable Torna, so I only have to buy it once. Fair. I don't know how inevitable that is, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see if they do it. We'll see. Personally, I'm waiting just for everything to come out, and then mm-hmm. I'll see if, if it's anything i want and then I'll, I'll pick it all up i think i think in a way i i don't regret buying it kind of day one because like there was some extra colors of the outfit that were coming with it and yeah. like, I like, I, i've I been kinda, using some of them i i really like some of them i kind of wanted to get it wanted to get it in case like right just before i beat the game i'm getting closer to the end of the game at this point but and i know i'm gonna play a lot even after i beat it but like, since they announced a hero, I was like, yeah, now a hero's in, it's time. Like, I'm, or now it's not <laughs> in yet, of course. It's just like, we know it's coming. And I was like, I knew it was going to come. But I was like, ah, I might as well do it now. It's yeah, going to be the same like down the road like, either way. I know yeah. I'm going to play this game for a long time. But at the mm-hmm. same time, like, I kind of want to have the, the goods as I play rather than, like, get them at the end and be like, well, I was already done with the game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so yeah. either way. Enjoy the costumes and all that stuff, too. I do I do enjoy Goth Mio, so that's... Mm. Yeah. I, yeah. I've been using a lot the uh, Noah alternative that's like blue, because I was giving Mio uh, his red jacket. 
Mm. So like I I thought I thought these colors were kind of cool for the boat. Oh, oh, that's that's a neat way to turn yeah. up. Yeah, Gothmio, it's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, did you uh, buy the uh, scene in the past? Oh yeah, of course. I was on that like wait on rye or whatever the saying is. Yep, <laughs> I got it right. Like away. dogs on a log. Yeah, something like frogs that. on a log. Something. Um, I don't know. I mean, I Park on a play with the alternative costumes, but yeah. Nice. All right, then we can move on. Like Shulk on the Minato's power? <laughs> All right, so next up, um, a new Theatrhythm game was announced. And that's a game that I've always wanted to play. I missed it on the 3DS because I had always seen it. I'm like, I'm going to get this one day, and I just never did. And then now they announced a, yeah, now they announced a new yeah. one, and I'm like, I'm definitely in for this yeah, because this, it's it's a really neat game. Like I, yeah. I played the one of I think there was two of them on 3ds, and they, I I <laughs> own one of them, and like I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, there's two of them on the 3ds. There's an arcade version as well, and I I was at round one not too long ago, and I saw a machine there, and I wanted to play it, and I unfortunately didn't get a chance to. Next time I go there, I'm gonna try it out. But yeah. I love rhythm games, so this is way up my alley. And there's a whole bunch of like square music in here, not just from Final Fantasy, but from like other series too. Mm-hmm. And uh, part as part of this uh, season pass, there's going to be a Xenogears pack for the game, and it's going to have three songs. Uh, it's going to have soaring or flights. I've seen people use either name. It also have Night of Fire and Awakening. I want Bonds of Sea and fire, or yeah, sea and fire. Yeah, that, that's not on there. I, I got that information from the Japanese site, by the yeah. way. Um, and Hold yeah, so they're they're putting they're you mean to tell me that they're putting Xenogear songs in a rhythm game, and they're not putting the single most popular song from Xenogears in that game pack? Like, are they out of their minds? Wait, which one are you what? referring to? Bonds of Sea and Fire. I mean that. Is, yeah, that probably is actually. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's far and away the most popular. It's the like like I've never played Xenogears. I know that song. Everyone who has like ever looked up any video game remix ever ha- knows that song. It, it is do be good. Yeah. Over, like it's it's the, you could say that the remixing community is a little oversaturated by it. You could argue that all day. It's fine, but how are they blundering that? That is so. But it's also. I mean, they also picked some pretty noteworthy songs. Anyway, yeah, there's a yeah. bunch of remixes of Awakening and Night of Fire. But also, like the popularity in Japan could also be different, and that may also explain. Like, yeah, and you know, their pick. Also, this is Square Enix. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, soaring and Night of Fire. They don't give I a think shit. That's it right there, Nick. I think that's it right there. <laughs> Soaring and Night of Fire were in previous Theatrhythm games. The Awakening only, seems to be in a new song. The only thing that matters is One Winged Angels in the trailer. That's all they fucking care about. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, that, that that's pretty cool. Um, this game's gonna have like, with, with all the DLC, it's gonna have like 500 songs, which is like nuts. Yeah, it's quite a lot. Amazing. Yeah, I'm looking forward and to it. And even without the DLC, you're getting like 300 plus songs. And That's it's yeah, cool a lot of, of content. Of What's huh? cool of these games is that 
like if you're a bit new to rhythm game like it's actually pretty friendly for beginners like it's not too over complicated but there's also a place for people who wants a bit more of a challenge if you up the the thing but like from what i played on 3ds it really wasn't that bad like it wasn't too confusing was very straightforward so i'm curious to see how multiplayer will work out on that yeah that's one thing they mentioned i was like oh wow multiplayer that's yeah. interesting <laughs> It's probably going to be a versus uh, thing where, like, maybe the highest score wins. I don't know. That, that's the only way I could see it. Mm-hmm. But they, they might do something else, too. We'll have to see. Mm-hmm. And the final note on that game is <clears throat> there it does seem to be a physical version coming, but so far, I'm only seeing it for Japan. So. Oh, okay, so it's just digital for us, basically? As of right now, that's the case. But did they, did they mention a, Oh, sorry. Did they mention a release date for that? Um, let me check. Because I know they're... they might have, but I think I forgot because there's been like a billion games announced, and I forgot all of their dates. <laughs> yeah, I knew it was yeah. to celebrate the Final Fantasy's like thirty fifth anniversary. I think. Something so like that. So I'd imagine hey, it would come out. That that sounds right. Relatively soon. It is coming out February sixteenth, twenty twenty three. Ah, thirty fifth. But still fairly soon. It makes sense. Yeah. I didn't realize Final Fantasy and Kirby were like the same age. Hmm. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of game series that started around that time. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm yeah. just like it. Just now, like, oh yeah, yeah. cool. Oh, I didn't know Kirby was that old. Well, Kirby yep. isn't. Kirby was a little later. Was it? I thought it was on its 35th. No. Um, oh, no, no, no. I'm thinking of um, um 30th, I think. My bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, uh, it's cool. Canceled? It's cool. No. <laughs> oh, no. All right. So that's pretty much all of the news. And uh, we also wanted to take the opportunity to talk about our thoughts on Xenoblade 3 so far. I know a couple of us have finished it here. Some of us are still making our way through it. But uh, yeah, let's let's talk about it a bit. And of course, we are not spoiling. At worst, well, we might mention a gameplay mechanic that'll show up later. But it should. But we're going to try to avoid like story spoilers because I'm sure those of you listening don't want to be spoiled either. I'm I just want to add to that last bit. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I just want to add to that last bit, though. You can't cancel me for not knowing the age of a game. I can't remember my own age. <laughs> uh, canceled? For not knowing your own age? <laughs> Dang. Oh, my God. Anyway, moving on. Uh, impressions on the game. Yeah. Gameplay. Uh, how about that game? <laughs> All right. So how about this? We'll, we'll go around, right? And then you can talk about where you are, what you like, what you don't like, and your favorite character. Where you are is in the chapter number. Yes, chapter like number. The, not, not the story content of the chapter you're in. Mm-hmm. That, <laughs> hey, that guys. Fine. Yeah. Um, I think Jin dropped. I apologize. I am unable to complete my mission.
Oh, right. And, oh, well, there, there wasn't any technical issues. No, no, not not at all. Anyway, uh, we... No, uh, no, not at all. I don't know what everyone would give them no, that no, horribly no. correct. No, I, this I don't know like, what you're talking about. This isn't three or four days later. I don't know. Um, anyway, our last news that we uh, kind of forgot about, uh, the Cosmos Fix uh, anniversary book by Choco is available now. Um, so kind of the easiest place to get it that we've noticed was otaku republic um i i know hk and i or marie and i uh ordered a copy but uh mine has I also I take, yet. oh you did? well yeah oh, yeah I, I actually just got my I, I checked my email again and got my confirmation that it shipped uh I think it <gasps> oh, really yesterday Sweet. yeah Ooh. so hopefully yeah. i get that mine soon because i haven't it, it I don't know what it would be for everybody, but um, there I want to. I do want to mention that if you do go to that website, I noticed that there are two. When I went, there were two listings for it, and one was more expensive. One was like fifty something USD, and the other one was like forty one. Uh-huh. And the forty one dollar one was actually the new copy, and the other one was like used mint condition. I was like, of course. <laughs> Yeah, because I think, uh, from my understanding, it's a website that can receive both new stuff and used stuff. And I think the used li- use listing was probably because there was no stock left for a while, and then they just receive a new batch or something. I'm not quite probably, sure. Yeah, but it seems like to be a site that resells like stuff that's used and are extra. Yeah, yeah, I would yeah. imagine so. So yeah, if you can, please support it uh, officially. Yes. Um, okay. All right. So now let's get into since everyone is kind of in different places in their playthroughs of Xenoblade Chronicles Three, we are going to do a spoiler-free impression. So just kind of go around, say where we're at in the game, and kind of say how we're we're feeling on it. Um, at what at some point we will do like a a big spoiler cast episode on it, but since everyone's in all these different places we're gonna wait on that so yeah. first up let's uh anthony what is your uh take on the game so far all right so uh for you know for context i am towards the end i want to think it's towards the end of chapter three mm-hmm. i I, th- I have really no way of knowing that for sure but anyway uh these are my thoughts so far um the first thing is, is that Takahashi really loves um, getting my hopes up for something and then immediately crushing me. Uh, <laughs> people who know what happens early in the game know what I'm talking about because they know how I felt about a certain character from Xenoblade 2. That, that's all I'm going to say because I'm trying to remain as spoiler ambiguous as possible Mm -hmm. um so there's that uh this game is not gripping me like the first or the second one did um i don't know why i honestly want to chalk it up to other interests kind of like just I, i think it's honestly other interests like are just like you know taking a greater priority in my life right now Mm -hmm. but uh i do find i i I do kind of make it a point that if i have downtime to stream i do play xenoblade 3 but i'm pretty busy otherwise and i'm not like 
I don't feel like that urge to just like, oh my God, I have to play this. Like it's, it's good. It's fun. It's not bad by any stretch of the imagination. It's just not doing for me what one and two did. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas with one and two, I felt like I, after a certain point or after the story got going, I couldn't put it down. Um, Especially two especially two holy shit yeah two two, um, two was crazy. hey guys guys this what? is great because anthony has now become a real zeno fan he hates the new game i do oh. oh. round of applause right. no, 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 no. we've done it one of us one of us one of us one of us <laughs> um to be clear true son of fandom <laughs> do not hate this game i actually enjoy it quite a bit uh it, would i say it's so far the Until weakest the of the three I'm, <laughs> I'm leaning towards it being the weakest of the three so far but that isn't to say that i don't like it um yeah we we get you <laughs> my 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 thoughts about the characters are is that uh i i feel like noah isn't doing anything for me so far, but I'm told that he, he kind of steps it up a little bit later on in the game. So waiting on that. But right now he just seems a little bland to me. Um, I I like Uni, Tyon, and uh, Lands a lot. Uh, and Senna, really. Uh-huh. It's really, it really it's just Noah being the main character. I, I scratch my head at that a little bit because he just seems very, very... Uh, distant reserved but i need to see more i do need mm-hmm. to see more before i can really like like make a final call on that did you just describe um, shulk no, i'm kidding <laughs> i'm joking. Uh, the story is you know good so far got you, you know it's it's doing the, the xenoblade thing where it's making it's you know giving more questions than answers i'm asking questions and i'm not getting answers and shit like that but it's good. Um, uh, and the music is uh, probably one of the biggest draws to Xenoblade for me, um, as well as the environments. Uh, I'm going to talk about the music first. The music's great. Um, it, it's, it's very atmospheric. Um, and I feel that in this one, they, they kind of dialed it back because they went a thousand times harder than they needed to on the second game soundtrack. And I'm okay with it being dialed back and being more atmospheric than melodic uh, for the third game, because it fits the scenario. It fits the mood of what they're going for. Whereas um, now with the, uh, I shouldn't have said whereas, but like, because that was kind of like the end of my thought. Uh, But my thoughts on the world is it feels like they took future connected and they made like a whole world out of it. Cause that's kind of what it feels like right now. This feels like, like, like the way that the, that the, that the world's like, I don't want to call it architecture because it's not architecture. It's, um, 
just just the way that that it like, kind of is. It kind of is. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, the world. Right. Yeah. It kind of is, but because it's it's technically man made. But so yeah, for lack of a better term, we'll call it architecture. The architecture of the environment feels very much like Future Connected did to me, like with a splash of Torna here and there, but mostly like it feels like I'm on the Bionis the and I quote Bionis shoulder. Um, and it's, it's neat. It's, 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 it's good so far. It's just not, it feels like I've seen it before. That's the, it feels too familiar. Whereas with the Titans of two really blew me away. And then one, like it doesn't, this, these environments don't feel as fresh to me. One thing that I did think was really kind of cool though, is now I hear environmental sounds coming from like the enemies and stuff. Like, uh, what are the dog enemies called? Boliths, I think. Um, you can hear them like howling and stuff now. And I'm thinking, and I, I, first time that happened, I was like, that's actually really cool because the enemies have never made sounds before. And I thought that that was like really neat. Um, because it kind of just draws you just a little bit further into the world with that, you know, immersion. Uh, and yeah, and that's basically it. I, 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 those are my thoughts so far. Um, story, story is pretty good. You know, characters are fun. Uh, the cutscenes are always humorous and enjoyable. It's a Xenoblade game. It's, it's, it's a thousand percent a Xenoblade game. And uh, I'm really excited to keep going and get to the end and see where this this road takes us. But um, that's basically it. I uh, uh, thanks thank thank you all for listening. <laughs> thank you, thank you for sharing your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, uh, Marie, what are your thoughts? Okay, so. I'm pretty much at the beginning of chapter five. I did do a little bit of progress, but I, I feel like I'm really just scraping the surface and I'm really not that far. So <laughs> yeah, that's about where I am right now. But I still like, uh, I still have quite a bit of uh, experience with like the gameplay and all that stuff at this point. But uh, yeah, so far in the story, like I re- really enjoy it, but at the same time, like it. This story, I feel like it kind of keeps us a bit more on our, like, on our toes. Like, it's just, like, something is about to happen. You can feel it. And, like, you're a bit stressed out for the characters. Like, especially if you're starting to, like, get attached to them. Which is kind of easy in this game. Considering you get the party so early on. Like, it's just, like, seeing all their little interactions between them and stuff. I think it's a really nice touch. And, like it's kind of refreshing to see that they all get pretty much the equal amount of like, you know, screen time because they're all there from the beginning or almost. So yeah, that that's one thing that I find pretty cool about this game. Um, I will say though, like gameplay wise, there is a few things like, like every single game, there's always a few things that are, you know, a bit, uh, a bit messy or like not fully perfect uh in the case of this one i find it's way too easy to be over leveled oh yeah. and being over level also screws you up because um well 
have been overleveled for a while. Like it has a disadvantage advantage and like it's pros and cons more or less. But like uh, the pros is that the entire map will not uh, aggro you because that's another thing in this game is that everything aggroes you <laughs> if they're about your same level. But the moment you're above them, they're like, oh no, we're not we're not going for this person. <laughs> but um, yeah, the fact that like you need to learn so many classes and like. If you're too high level, uh, it's it, it's a bit harder to get the points you need to advance in those classes, and like you basically get new classes as you progress all the time. <laughs> but also the fact that everything it grows you kind of encourages you to be over level. <laughs> so it's just like, yeah, that's one thing that's I feel is a bit unbalanced. But at the same time, they did try to balance it a bit with the. Uh, Certain mechanics make so there are some enemies that appears on the map sometimes that will be around your overleveled level. <laughs> so that's at least that, but they're a bit like too scarce in between. So I would say if you ever get overleveled in this game, your best solution to get points is probably elite monsters or you know these orange ones or blue ones they're probably the best shot you got at getting more points <laughs> but uh always always go for those yeah um another thing i had a gripe with gameplay wise was the accessory menu that is very convoluted but i mean xenoblade 2 also had a very convoluted menu around uh the gems Mm. Which, oh yeah, at least I'm, I'm really happy that uh, Xenoblade 3, the gem menu is like way more simple. Like, it basically, from my understanding, like, I've not always messed with it, but I messed with it if you're not every now and then. I'm kind of a bit lazy when it comes to the menus, but um, from my understanding, the highest one you crafted is the one that's going to show you a menu automatically yeah. for selection. So it's more of a, oh, you're leveling up your, your gems to a certain level, and then it's them forever. For the old party, you don't have to craft multiple ones. It's They're there forever, you know? That is like, nice. That, that is really nice, and I hope they keep doing that, because it's so much less convoluted than, like, having a billion crystals to go through. <laughs> uh, but the accessory menu, I feel like, could have been better. Like... Especially the fact that every time you change a class, everything unequips itself, and it's just like I, I'm at a point where I gave up and I just clicked the auto equip because I'm so lazy. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> I mean, it's there for a reason, <laughs> but in yeah, also... I know. In a way, it kind of removes the fun of like building your character yourself. Like I, I wish it would not like auto unequip. That way, I would see what's still equipped and be like, oh yeah, that's what I had equipped. Okay, I'll equip this one then. But like. It's just right now, it's just like, because I have such a bad memory with these things, like, the fact that it auto-unequips, I'll go, like, I don't remember what was equipped, and I don't, I'm not bothered to go and look for it, so I just end up, like, using the auto-equip. There's just a few cases. I, th I think so far there's just one boss that made me go, like, okay, I need to retake this, but, like, so far I've not really had any trouble. Most time I brace through everything, so... <laughs> I mean, it takes time, but I still I still manage, but yeah. These were my main grabs with the gameplay, but so far, like, I think it's still very fun, like, even though the battles can get a bit long-winded with, like, <laughs> the chain attacks, I still find them really fun and I don't mind. Mm -hmm. uh, 
but yeah, it's just yeah, story wise though, so far I'm not disappointed. It's definitely like uh, Anthony said, Exono game, and like <laughs> I just like I look at some things that I have, and I'm like Takashi, yep, yep, that's that's pure gold, you know, <laughs> or just like. I just see the the style of writing as usual, and I'm always like up for it. Even when there's things that makes me go like David Takashi, <laughs> but it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Like it's it's a familiar feeling. Uh, as for the world, like so far, like it is reusing a lot of facets from the other games, but I think that's what gave them more time to flesh in so much of the rest because like. When you look at the just the, the cutscene quality and just like every single tiny extra details there is, like it's so nice to see and like you can tell that they they could put a bit more infinite faces there because they have so much asset already ready for their uses on their world building. So yeah, I, I think I think it's nice and in my opinion, as a Xeno game, it's always cool to be able to see uh some things that we recognize like and i feel like this one is a bit stronger considering uh the concept where i think they wanted to go for something that would act as a final act or something but i'm still not far enough to quite see what this is about <laughs> mm. but uh yeah we'll see where it takes it takes me and uh yeah, I'm excited to play the rest. I'm playing very slowly, but I'm excited to see the rest. So I I think that's about it. I I, I talk for a bit long. <laughs> well, who uh, who are your favorite characters so far? Ah, oh, this is hard. <laughs> <laughs> so far, I like so many of them. Like I like the whole party. I I really love the interactions and mm. how well fleshed they are. Um. As for the heroes, like uh, there's a few I can probably not name, but uh, I guess I guess uh, there's one hero that I really like so far, but I will not say the name because I I don't think Anthony is there, but I will say the name of the class. Is that okay? <laughs> yeah. <well>. In cursor. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say because those classes you can see from pretty much the start, regardless. Yes, but uh, yeah, that's you what know, I'm you wouldn't know which character. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, like uh, it is also my favorite class to play so far. Like I, I really, really love that class. Like every time I switch a character to that class, I play this character. <laughs> very nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, that's a very good. But one. yeah, that's about all I have to say. I think about Zoblade Tree so far. We'll see where it takes me. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you. Um, how about you, B? How are you going with it? All right, so I'm one of the few that actually beat the game. Um, yay. Um, however, I have not played any post-game stuff, um, and there is a reason why. Um, I beat the game with in uh, uh, 102 hours, so 102 hours. That's because I was dinking around and doing all the side quests and ascension quests and all the quests. Um, so I did find what Marie was saying. I did find I became extremely overleveled. Um, and that, you know, made gameplay extremely easy, but I was at the same time a little disappointed because I'm like, where's the challenge in that? Um, gameplay wise, cause I made notes gameplay wise, um, right off the back, 
I kind of gravitated towards the Agnes characters, um, just because their their gameplay felt more like Xenoblade Chronicles Two, obviously more than mm-hmm. the Xenoblade Chronicles One, and I didn't like one mechanics as much as I liked two, so I played more of their uh, characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked um, the chain attacks. I thought that was once I properly knew how to do it. Um, I really enjoyed doing the chain attacks. Um, yeah, I, the gameplay was pretty good for me. Um, story-wise, I'm going to do my best to not give any spoilers away. And I am so sorry if I slip anything. Just, just give really, an really emotional hard. impression, I would say, on that. <laughs> um, okay, story-wise, um, there, there were highs and lows. Um, some parts it was like ripping at my heartstrings and there was a specific point where I did have to get the tissue box because I was bawling. Um, and then there were some points I'm like, eh, whatever. Um, I'll leave it at that without giving any more spoilers. But one thing that really did piss me off there, actually there's two. Uh, one was, um, when you're exploring the world at certain points during the, the chapter gameplay, where it's like, you can't go this way. We should really go this way. And I'm like, but I want to go the other way. I don't care if it's higher level. I want to check it out. <laughs> it's like, no, we can't go that way. And you physically can't. Like, there's an invisible barrier there. And that pissed me off so much. Because there's certain points where I'm like, I want to go down that way. No, you can't. Like, ah. Um, the other thing, and this is just my personal gripe, is... Um, like, I really liked how they incorporated the chats at the, like, uh, campsites. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool. However, I'm I'm lazy and I don't like reading. <laughs> so the ones um, during gameplay where it wasn't an Ascension quest or it wasn't part of the main quest where there wasn't a voice, like, talking, I honestly skipped most of the reading because I'm like, I can't be bothered with this because it was really long. I'm like, eh, next end, next end, next end, next end. So I missed a lot of the lore and stuff because I couldn't be bothered. I thought that it, some of it was like too too much, but that, that's my own personal gripe. Um, I mentioning about leveling. Um, I like the. Um, I really liked with changing the classes while you're leveling. I thought um, that kind of kept the game really fresh. Um, but at the same time, I was trying to keep like a certain amount of um, AOE, certain amount of tanks, certain amount of healers um and then i ended up finding myself that i was becoming too much into i need two two and three that um it was like when i got to some of those bosses um it was a little bit more um easy because i'm like oh i have way too many dps here okay whatever um and then i would favor some heroes more than others and it was yeah it was my own problem um music i like the music for some parts um i thought it was very i think anthony pointed this out very toned down very pulled back um which fits for the theme of the game um however what i was missing was some parts of the game where there was a theme song that i had to really listen to and be like oh that's so good um i found maybe one or two but i didn't i didn't find many but i did like how there was the flute theme uh-huh. in almost each and every track i thought that was well done um um my favorite track which i'm not going to talk 
too much about because it's later in the game, um, does that really well, um, highlights the two themes that are going on with the flute, the Agnes <laughs> Kempis theme. Uh, the world itself, I know some are like, it's not as unique because we see it in the game, but that's part of the story why it's like that. So I didn't hate it. I actually liked being like, hey, that part is in Xenoblade 1 or that part's in 2. Oh, look at the name of that. That's in 2. Um, I really enjoyed finding those little tidbits there. So well done. Yay. Um, and I'm almost done. I promise uh, characters no, that I really liked. Um, I also thought um, I thought the two main characters, I'm going to say there's two, so that would be Mio and Noah. I thought they were both wet noodles. Um, I, I, <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I, I understand, wow. <laughs> um, like their story, especially like it's, it plays throughout the game, they're, they're what they've experienced, blah, blah, blah. But I thought there's got to be more than that. I mean, there was a segment, I'm not going to say too much about that focused more on their lives, um, growing up, but I'm like, uh, yeah, okay, that's cute and all, but give me some more personality, please. Um, so I really like Lance specifically and Tyon because I got more um, personality from them than I did from the other two. Um, but like Anthony, I guess I'm going to join the party. I didn't like it as much as two or one. But otherwise, it's a, it's a good game. Um, yeah, it's, it's good. I mean, I I still think two is my favorite. Um, would I buy another Switch for to play three again? No, I would not. <laughs> oh, dang. So, so there you go. Um, that's my thoughts on the game. Uh, all right. Thank you. Um, Nick, right. do you want to go next? I guess it might actually be long, though, because I have a lot of uh, not spoilery things to say about this game so far. And I feel like a lot of it might actually be a little bit uh, in agreement with what some people say. And a lot of it might be a little bit of an, uh, like an add-on or something. I just didn't want to like interject because I know they were limited on time, especially, and we wanted to do this individually. But Yeah, go ahead. I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead. Um, so I uh, want to preface that I had a feeling uh, as we were starting the game and stuff, a lot of us were at the same time. And I had a feeling, uh, and also I got basically confirmed this, that things were going to get very easy if I overleveled. And so I made it a point not to use bonus a EXP, like at all so far. And I've not finished the game. I am in, I am most of the way through chapter six, though, and I know there are seven chapters. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think that's a big spoiler, but if it is, you can cut that out. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, I am far enough in. I've been playing on hard mode, I want to say, the whole time. I'm really glad I did that. Um, I think I've gotten a lot out of the combat. In fact, I would say that thus far, um, this uh, is probably my favorite combat system altogether since Cross. Um, oh, wow. And that's a that's a pretty high bar for me as much as I liked Twos and Tornas, I want to say. Uh, but the combat is excellent. I love that, uh, like, all the little quality of life things, the whole thing of, like, 
if you mess up in a boss fight or something, you we give you a second to like look through your stuff and restructure your party was like stroke of genius. The gym menu uh, is so much better. The accessory menu, I agree with people on. It's not the greatest, but it's better than they've done so far. So I can't really fault them too much. It's kind of a point where you have this much, what do you do with it? Um, and, I, and I think that, honestly, I, I think if they were to do something with it, maybe something kind of like where you at least had a grid menu, like in Xenoblade 1, except for like, make it that, but also do the other quality of your life things they did with it. Because I found like little like little hacks around getting to what I want in that menu. And I've messed with that menu a lot. And I, I've, been, I've been putting a lot of time into this game. I've been taking breaks here and there because I know that I'm going to spend a lot longer in it. I think I'm currently sitting at around 170 hours. Wow. 100, oh, 175 wow. hours or so. Um, I, I will say this. I think that, and I hate to say this, I really do. But I, I think I kind of um, am in a place where I feel like there have been some really good moments in the story. But unless it does something in like the final chapter that that hits like some of the things in the last, like in the last, I want to say like four chapter, chapters of like Xenoblade 2 or like even a few chapters in Xenoblade 1, I'm not sure if I'm going to come out liking the story as a whole as much as I did those two either. Um, that said, this is one of my favorite cast of characters in the series. Mm-hmm. Like just, uh, aside from just like being well-rounded, I, as a whole, I just, I like every single one of them for very different reasons. And I think that they each like really stand on their own. And I feel like it is kind of like counterpoint a little bit to like what, some of the others have said I, I really like Noah and Mio and I think that there's a few chapters later on especially where they really show a lot more like sides to them anyway but yeah, I also, think I'm, I'm in the minority think they're both the wet noodle well I mean like compared to the rest of the cast but it's like if I were to make a um it's almost like uh you've got these guys that are like they're this way they're like oh they're a little bit more comedy relief or they're a little bit more um like one direction just like uh, one kind of uh direction a little bit further this way they're kind of like uh, they they don't stand out as much i i get that i can completely understand why people would say they don't like them as much but i felt like them being there was like they i felt like they had to be there like they grounded the party and they all and they both had like their own stories going on that were like really important um and there i I felt like they did show more later too and just there's there's a lot of maturity to them that you see that you don't always see from the rest of the party but i did see like their weaknesses at times too i don't want to say that they were always like that but i I felt like compared to like i i did i would say that i think my one of my favorites was probably like i I really did like lands a lot of course and such but it's it's honestly hard for me to choose a favorite Mm -hmm. um because there's just so much about all of them that just bounces off of each other so well. And like, I, I don't think if you made 
Noah and Mio like stand out that much more um, personality wise, they would have felt like they fit the group as well to me, I guess. And I also really like Noah just for being um, just, yeah, yeah, to a fault thoughtful, but I, I like seeing that in his character where it actually feels like I'm seeing more of where he's coming from. Um, in some ways, like, you, like, I felt like Shulk kept a lot of stuff to himself, and you could kind of tell, but it feels like Noah keeps a lot to himself, and you can absolutely tell what he's kind of thinking about. Um, more so than, at least more to me, I, I kind of felt that way so far, anyway. But, um, that said, um, yeah, I completely get it on those two. Uh, I feel like, I feel like Mio might be about the most, like, interesting character in terms of like what she goes through and what she deals with in this game than just about any other character in the game um but that's that's i'm just i think i'm just like focusing on those two at this point because like we everybody can anyone can jump in and be and immediately see why oh yeah i can understand why you like lance or santa or uni of course like uni is absolutely a fave of a lot of people and also myself i get it but like i said i'm in a place more where i really find it hard to pick favorites in this game mm -hmm. i just i feel like what they each bring to the table is just as valuable as as the other and um yeah it's been hard to choose i would like to say a bit more like i don't <laughs> would like to say a bit more about like uh gameplay just like every way in every way like this this gameplay has been pretty satisfying i there's a few things like i i feel like there could have been a little more customization in a few areas but mm -hmm. i'm not dissatisfied with it in the slightest it is it has been great i people have been telling me that oh, oh i don't use this feature or this feature much to you and i'm like yeah i use like everything i like i'm constantly dodging in and out of the way switching characters on the fly all the time i switch classes all the time I, I at first early on i was running with like the standard builds where it's like oh you gotta have two healers two tanks two attackers that kind of stuff but i got to a point where i couldn't always do that and like yeah. well i mean i could do that but i would change it up just to see how this would work and also it was like oh that class is maxed out Mm -hmm. And I'm really enjoying messing with that side of things, especially too, because like it just gives you so much to play with. And like right now, I've not even got a defender in my party, and I'm mostly doing fine. And it's like, hey, if you are over level and really want to challenge yourself, go um go out and fight some stuff without certain vital party members. I don't recommend not using a healer though, because it gets really annoying when everybody starts falling Dying. in battle and you don't have anything. Um. But yeah, I've got I've been going for the like the last the last few hours, like maybe the last five hours or more in the game, I've not had a a defender at all, and I've just mm -hmm. been like, eh, we're good, we're we're making it, and I'm fighting stuff relatively close to my level. Like, um, I'm sitting at like level sixty one or two, and I've been the place I'm in right now. I've been fighting like not story i'm just i'm doing like a side some side story stuff right now but i've been fighting mm -hmm. a bunch of like level 55 and up uh and it's it's still giving me a decent challenge uh with that but there's um 
and there's just a lot to talk about in terms of like gameplay and i really like that they went all out with that stuff mm-hmm. um i guess i'll talk more about that at a later time but i especially because i'm running i'm like thinking uh I feel like I have a lot more to say, but I also don't know what exactly I want to bring up. But I do want to bring up uh-huh. is um, I know the world design. The world design. World design is a huge thing for me. I'm pretty sure I've said before a, a few times, but I um, for especially like it was like oh yeah yeah like they reuse this asset and this asset. If um, if it weren't for like. It's like it's not like oh they just wholesale ripped this asset in. No, the game. oh gosh, it's no, like it's like completely repurposed to the point of you might as well just rebuilt uh, rebuilt the asset. Like it, everything looks very different. It looks it's really well done the way they integrated it. Personally, I this is one of my favorite world designs in all of. I would say this might be my favorite other than Cross, like is in terms of like the world design. It's really good. It is it is up there for me for sure. It's I like the way they reintegrated everything and made it like work and made it like fit in place and just like the whole like all the atmosphere of everything in this world has just really been really good for me. The only my only shortcoming so far and maybe the maybe this is just something I haven't gotten to yet. But um I, I don't can can I like vaguely describe like a, a biome? I guess. I mean, as long as it's not like, too small. I I just want to say I. So far, I'm kind of wishing there were more snowy area. I will put mm. it that way. Okay. Mm, because I really yeah. like a good, like, well-designed snow area in a game. I know that's not a sentiment everybody shares, but um, from what I have seen so far, I feel like this game could use a little more of that. Um, there's nothing that's hit like Tantal level for me yet, so um, yeah. But yeah. I mean, like that's I guess, I guess that's my biggest complaint. I can't complain about much else on the map. It looks really great, and it's just really cool the way they implemented all that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's but... an area that I think you'll really like. I'm not going to elaborate on it, especially on this episode, but I, I think there's an area that you might like later on. Yeah, and I, I will say for for those who I I don't want to I don't want to say too much, but I was, will say I have seen an area resembling what I described, but it's not quite hit with me yet as much as I would have liked. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's just um, that's just me. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing where where the rest of this game goes. I I have thought I I, I do think there. I, I will add this. I do think a lot of those hero quests should almost just be like I get wanting to make it where people can pick and choose, and that's really nice. But it I agree with a lot of people's sentiment that those should be mandatory because there are people who came out of this game like, what's this character? Why are they like this? They didn't explain this thing about this character at all. And it's like, they did. And it's all in those hero quests. And that really fleshes out like all of them so far in very good ways. And like, I've seen people bring up stuff that they just, 
They're like, they never touched on this. And I'm like, they did, though. But um, they they kind of pulled a, um, a Xenoblade cross and put some really important shit in the side stuff that is easily missable at times. So, yeah. Um, I'm really looking forward to what other heroes get added to this game because the ones that they have there are great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really... Honestly, I've liked I, I I like while I like the cooldown the way cooldowns work on um, Agnian typically more. Um, there's been a lot of Kavesi classes in this game that have really hit with me, like even more. And I was like, huh, yeah, you know, both cooldown methods are not are not bad at all, especially when you've got moves to play around with like this. So, yeah. I think that's all I got. I think that's my. I think that's pretty much my thoughts for now. All right. Okay. Uh, how about you, Justin? Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Where do I begin with this? Cause I got a lot to say about this one, and uh, I'm probably not gonna say all of it. I'm probably gonna save it for another episode. But okay. yeah, I, like B, I also finished a game. Yeah. Um, I just finished it a few days ago, and <laughs> the, for the story. Um, uh, the story's a bit of a mixed bag for me. When it's good, it's really, really good. Like that is a good way to put it. Xenoblade, yeah. good. Yeah, that's a very good way to put it. I think. <laughs> but when it's bad, it's, it's hilariously not, it, bad. Yeah, not cool. <laughs> like th- there, there's things, and we are absolutely going to talk about this in the future. Mm-hmm. There's, there's things that just have me going. What the actual fuck monolith? <laughs> where I'm like, I, I went through this arc where I was just kind of in disbelief, trying to come up with all sorts of excuses, being like, "There's no fucking way they're gonna actually do this." And they made me the Joker. <laughs> yeah, AMA. I was like, "No," th- I was like, "No," they're not implying it. Th- this is actually what they're trying to say. And I'm, I went through like all sorts of different excuses in my head. <laughs> it was, uh, it was, it was wild. All right, so. That was how I feel about the story. I do like the, a lot of the themes in the story. I really like uh, the theme of grief. That's a um, that is a good point, actually. Like I, I feel like I should have said that too. Is like I like the themes, but I feel like sometimes the way they're capitalized on aren't doing it for me yeah. as much as I would like. Yeah. In fact, they minor, 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 minor spoilers. They kind of go back to some of Xenoblade One's themes towards the end, and. I feel like it wasn't delivered as well as it could have. That that makes sense. I could. But see uh, again, that is a conversation for another episode. Yeah, I can't um, wait for that other episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really like the theme of grief. Um, I think that was actually done really well, and you see that the characters are all suffering from some sort of grief, mm-hmm. and you're seeing them cope with it. And I think that's a very, very good thing. I'm a I'm a big sucker for that because it's something I could relate to a lot. Um, and because of that, I actually really like this cast. Uh, the, the cast dynamic is amazing. They absolutely knocked it out of the park with this one. It really felt like a team versus the previous games, but Mm -hmm. I've had conversations with some of the other people, um, on the podcast about this. And I feel like while I really enjoy the cast, I'm not sure if I would enjoy each character individually, if that makes any sense. Mm. Like, if you remove them from the cast, I don't know if I think they're anywhere near as interesting than them together. 
because they just play off each other so freaking well. And a lot of their arcs are built around that, mm-hmm. that it just kind of feels like that's they're, they're great because of um, them being together because of an ensemble. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. That's actually a really, that's actually a pretty good way to write characters. Mm-hmm. Have like an ensemble cast and you get to see them go through all these different things together. You get to watch them grow together. And I think they, this game actually does a really good job with it. But compared to say like Xenoblade 2, where I think each individual character is more interesting on their own than they are as a team. Whereas this one, they're less interesting on their own, but they're very interesting as a team. Yeah. I, I don't feel like that's a slight either as much as like the yeah. ca- each character had to them in two. Mm-hmm. It's not a slight at all. Uh, it's just a different way of writing characters and w- mm-hmm. a way that like I personally haven't seen that much in JRPGs. So, you know, massive kudos to them for this because was that was one of the, what's that? I just said it was refreshing. Yeah, it's very refreshing. And that was one of the things that really got me excited to play it because I, they announced that you're going to get most of your cast very early on in the game. And I thought that's brilliant. They get to be there for the whole adventure. You're not getting a party member three quarters of the way through the story, right? <laughs> so uh, that's really good. Another thing that they really did a great job with is not making the player root for one side. I thought they were going to do that because you get the you get the Kevitz side first. So I kind of figured like the game was going to kind of just make us root for them over Agnes. Mm. But they did a surprisingly good job at not vilifying one of the sides mm-hmm. i agree so i that's really really like that's such an easy thing to mess up but i think they did a great job with that yeah, I would um, agree with that. yeah I, I those are things about the story that i really 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 like but as others have said um i don't care for the fact that like some of the hero quests have very like important information for some of these characters there's a couple in particular that I feel like really need to be done in order to understand uh, certain parts of the story. Like, definitely do Senna's Heroes Quest. Like, her Ascension Quest, please do it before you finish the game. Mm-hmm. Um, do that. I think I, re- I heard somebody else say that apparently um, there's an optional boss at the end of the game that's only going to show up if you did someone else's quest. I think it's Uni's quest. What? Yeah, that's wow, what I heard Wow, I didn't well. know that, but I have done her. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't do her quest, and I didn't fight that boss at the end, and that's apparently why. That's wild. So there's stuff like that that's really it's weird. Just interesting, though. I kind of don't dislike that, <laughs> in a way, that they made like an optional boss if you do a certain quest, but honestly, seeing as you, they should have made you do their like her quest, especially when they introduced... I, I shouldn't talk about that. Yeah. Anyway, that's for the <laughs> what next I think podcast. the game should have done is uh, basically, you know what I'm going to say though. <laughs> yeah, I think the game should have railroaded the player into some of those quests a bit better if they really were that important, and they do that for a couple of them. Yeah, for like one or two. Yeah, they yeah. do. So I just think they should have done it for every quest that actually has something very important for the story. They should have done it for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just you know, have a character make note of it and just say, "Hey, maybe we should go check this out," and then that could lead you to a quest, and you could choose to do it or not. Yeah, I think you're right. Absolutely, I, I think that should have been the way they did it, at least for the main cast uh, quest. Yes. Like the other yeah. heroes, fine, whatever. <clears throat> so that's uh, <laughs> that's my thoughts on the story as of right now, and I'm also going to say like my thoughts on the game as a whole. They are subject to change because even when Blade 2 came out, I, I was pretty critical of the game when it came out. But now I consider it one of my favorite games after I've let it marinate with me, after I've spent hundreds of hours playing it in post-game. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I really grew attached to the game. And I ended up liking the game a lot more. So it's possible that Blade 3 could be that for me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the combat system. Combat system is great. If you like Final Fantasy V, you're probably going to like this combat system with all the different classes. However, I can see it being a bit intimidating, at least for a first playthrough, because you're getting so many different classes, and each class will require different builds, different equipment. So I can see a lot of players being like, oh, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to equip on people. Um, so I can imagine a lot of first playthroughs are going to be kind of sloppy as a result. I felt like I didn't know what I was doing at all. Um, but again, that's one of those things oh, really? where I think the more I play it, the more I understand the classes, the better I get. Because to be mm-hmm. fair, with Blade 2, you, you guys have seen some of the crazy stuff I pulled off in that game. Um, I only learned that in post-game, so I'm probably going to learn that in, in Blade 3. I felt like it, lo- it took me a lot longer to get the hang of things in 2 than it did in this one. Like, yeah. I think I did go in with a different head into this one for sure mm-hmm. though like where i was like looking for okay what can i do with this what can i do yeah. with this? and i feel like that's part of why it is so strong for me is because i'm just like i mean by playing hard mode especially i feel like i've forced myself to engage with like every element of this stuff and, and that's I, an interesting point because yes you're right if you're playing on hard mode you will be forced to engage with the menus and the game isn't super difficult on normal especially doing all the side quests I'm the kind of player who's not going to go out of my way to do every side quest. I'm going to do pretty much what's, you know, in my, in the path. So, like, if I find a quest that just happens to be along the way, then I'll do it. But I'm not necessarily going to go out of my way and do that. I, I'd rather just save a lot of that for post-game. Yeah, I get that. When I have all the areas unlocked, and that way it's easy for me to just do what I need to do. Um, but, <clears throat> but, like, I know a lot of people complain that, like, oh, they did all the side quests and then they were over-leveled. Uh, I didn't run into that issue because that's not my playstyle. The only part of the game where I had significant trouble was actually towards the end. And so I had to grind a little bit for that. And that's that brings me to something that weird about this game is you actually don't get a whole lot of EXP from killing monsters that are higher level than you. No, you don't. Like I was I I did a little test and I switched the game to easy at one point. I think I was like in the 60s and I was fighting. I was able to kill like level 80, level 90 monsters and. I wasn't even coming close to leveling up from killing them. I was barely getting EXP from them. So you really want to use the chain attacks and take advantage of those bonuses, especially on the elites. Yeah, use chain attacks on elites for sure. Like do that. Yeah. If you're having trouble like with leveling anything, that that is both I would say if you're having trouble leveling like a class or just yourself up in general, absolutely do that. Mm-hmm. That makes it that, yeah. that makes everything kind of like come together so much faster, and it's especially weird because um, <laughs> this is kind of I guess this is kind of like a little bit of a game hack, but there's kind of a trick you can learn later on where you can basically kill any monster that's not a unique monster or a boss with oh. one hit um, if you if you set it up right, and by set it up right, I mean you do a quest. <laughs> and level them up but uh yeah that so like you could do that you could kill monsters that are like way above your level and then you'll kill them instantly and you'll barely get any exp from it so like that's not even a, necessarily a good way to grind it, it is good to grind the classes but for exp not really you you want to wait till post game for that unfortunately 
So I kind of wish there was a better way to grind EXP in this game before post-game, because I feel like your options are very limited with that. And it also doesn't help that cooking is busted at the moment. A little bit. (laughs) Yeah, that's uh, an awkward thing that uh, a lot of people on Twitter were complaining about. Um, People found that most of the boosters just don't work. As of this time, they've at least patched that item that was missing back in. Yes, there was a missing item in the Collectopedia that uh, you just could not get, which meant that you couldn't complete certain Collectopedia cards. You know what? Let's talk about that real quick. Collectopedia. So, I love the Collectopedia. I think we've even said on the podcast we wanted to come back. Mm-hmm. Not like this. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not the not biggest like fan this. of it in this game either. I know... It's, it's kind of the same as Xenoblade 1, you know, you, you get the items and you can put it on the Collectopedia and you get some bonuses. Like, it kind of works the same, but the way it's presented kind of bothers me. <laughs> Instead of it just being, like, the team's own record of the area, it's really just, oh, an NPC wanted you to collect these it's items. A, it's so like a, a quest thing. Yeah, it's like a mini quest. Like, it's, NPC wants you to collect these items, so you it's get cool the items. It's cool give it more context. It's just... There, there's other things about that. Present. That is one thing I did like. There is a quest where they do give context to the Collectopedia, and yeah. I actually do really like that. I thought that was clever. Yeah. But there, there is another thing I would like to actually mention that that oh. just reminded me of. But go uh-huh. ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say that's actually really clever. But uh, I like the Collectopedia in some way one more because it felt more personal. Like mm-hmm. it was really cool that the party was often naming the items, and there was flavor text to reflect that. I thought that was really cute. And it, it really like kind of drove home the feeling of you're on an adventure versus this. It's just, okay, you're just doing a quest. I would like to mention about that too, is I felt like in this game, at least in the side quests and stuff that are like, not even just in the side quests, I feel like more than ever, and maybe it's because there's a lot more voice dialogue in this game than there was in the old games, but it didn't feel like they ever like really talked as much about like the various things you find Mm -hmm. in the world or the enemies in the world as much in the older games and this game they do all the time and everything feels that much more cohesive for me in this one because of them doing that like there's straight off times like where tyon would go off on a tangent about like the physiology of a certain like animal in the world or like oh yeah these things what what are the what are they called that and just stuff like that and i felt like i saw a lot more of that in this game than i have in any of the xenoblade games so i i did want to like applaud that because i was like that is really that that does so much more for world building than i got out of like the other xeno games in the past where it felt more like window dressing i can agree with that actually i really like that characters do mention random items you pick up or enemies i think that's cool mm-hmm. you don't see that enough in these kind of games yeah. no we don't yeah. they just kind of uh gloss over it and yeah. take for granted and it was like this um i i weirdly enough i guess i'm getting vibes of like the whole uh final fantasy 15 thing where characters just talk about stuff in the world yeah I, a lot I, as you go i also enjoyed that too because depending on which heroes you went whichever like place you visited a hero would have some sort of side commentary like i don't want to give spoilers but my favorite hero all the time was like oh check out this and i'm like you're funny yeah yeah Yeah, i I do i do really like that um i like that the characters quip and it feels natural yeah it Um, does very natural i was very 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 happy with that but speaking of the world Maybe it's because I'm not used to this world yet, but this the world itself 
hasn't really sold me, to be honest. It's nice, but I really can't think of many areas in this game that really wowed me the way the first two games, and even Cross did. Like, it, it feels like, you know, okay, I've seen this already, and I like I genuinely struggle to think of, like, names of areas in this game, because just so much of it felt kind of unmemorable to me. I have a little trouble with, like, the overarching areas' names, like the regions, but, like, the individual ones, I don't yeah. feel like I have a an issue with. And maybe I just didn't encounter them, but, like, are there just less weather conditions in this game? Uh, I think it depends on where you're at. It like, depends where there, you're at. There's, there's a, a certain area that has a good few, and it's probably the biggest area in the game. Yes, uh, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, some of them are pretty rare. Yeah, I feel like I didn't see, or I didn't really see any interesting ones. Like in Zelda Two, you had the uh, neon petals in Uriya, or you had like the star shower in Aerith Sea in the first game. There's one that should be prettier than it is, and I feel like should stand out more. But if you're not like noticing them say something, or like looking at the side of your screen, you can be in parts of a certain map where it happens that you won't even see it because. So much of the skybox can be like shrouded or things yeah. like that. Um, it's, yeah, it was just really weird. Like, and I also feel like there should be more going on with it. I feel like they should have brought back. I, I don't know if this is in the game or not, but I I have not seen like anything equivalent to like star shower. Yeah, there's not there's no weather conditions that really like stood out to me. That's just other than just like okay, okay, it's raining now, or like I don't. Like I'm just kind of like, the... what's what's going on here? Like, because those are the little things that made those older areas memorable to me. Mm-hmm. Or like the day and night transitions, like those aren't as nice either. They're just okay. It's just darker now. It was kind of annoying, but I, uh, it, in a way, but I do kind of miss uh, the electromagnetic storms that you'd get in the desert in Xenoblade Cross. Mm-hmm. That they should have brought cool. that back. That would have been cool. It's a, it's just a cool looking effect, even yeah. if it damages you all the time. It's just really. <laughs> It's a nice, different take, and um, if it happens, I don't know. Yeah, maybe I, we just I, didn't I, reach it. But, like, it was an annoying weather effect, but at the same time, it made the area memorable. It made you think twice while running around there, and it just it changed the way you interact with the environment. And that's what I want to see with environments in Xenoblade games. I just realized I didn't talk at all about music earlier. We're, we're going to get some music in a second. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll do that. We'll do. Yeah, I, I might I might add some things onto your yeah, whatever because I'm yeah. thinking more about it again. So another thing is, but one thing that they did do really well in the world is I do enjoy how monsters can interact with the world. Like characters would be like, "Oh, hey, look at what that monster's doing," and then oh, you can see it can oh, catch them doing something cool. My favorite was with Enemy. the turkins. <laughs> oh, when they would drop their stuff. Yeah, and then, and, and, and uh, like yeah. I, I can't, I can't remember the quote of it, but it was with Tyon, and he would say something about like laughing about the tu- uh, the Turk, and I'm like, you know, because Tyon is this such serious character, and then about this Turk and toppling over, and he just said something. He's like, he's laughing about it. And I, I'm like, ah, it's amazing. I really liked when Senna would be like, oh yes. man, they really did it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I was gonna say I love Senna's quote on that part. <laughs> Oh, they've really gone and done it now. <laughs> or, like, there's the snakes and they're, like, vomiting something up and someone's like, oh, did he just throw that up? And like, oh, yes, he did. No, my favorite quote on that is from Lance. Oh, yeah, he loves it. He just it. bombed! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, stuff like that is 
the best it's ever been. Yeah, that or, that aspect is great. That, it's those just like the great. world itself, like the actual design, and it just didn't do much for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Which I is found, unfortunate. I, that's I, something I look forward to in Xenoblade games. I, I found um, that like only the secret areas really did something, and then there was one area that I, it's quest related. Cannot say that I'm like, wow, this is pretty, and then that was it. There's, there's definitely like, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I did say this is probably my favorite like world as a whole, but in in some ways, but I, I feel like I, I can get that because a lot of it is not as new. In, in a while at least, because it is reiterating on a lot of older stuff too. Right. But I mean, like all of these have done that, so I, I guess there's that. But I'm just thinking in terms of like, oh, was this area is or maybe not wowed me, especially because there's less weather effects. But I just like the structure of them and exploring them. The exploration of them, I guess, is like has just been very satisfying for me personally. But yeah. The- I could I could get that, and I mean there is a lot on the world. There's a bunch of elites. The unique monsters seem a bit more spread out than they were before, but they're definitely there. Um, and I like that there's uh, there's a lot of incentive to go fight them, especially when you get a certain hero later on. Yes, I think and that's pretty cool. I also mm-hmm. really like that they make the the statues, the the tombs, whatever we're gonna call it, the the marker that you defeated them, that you can use that as a war point. Is a yeah. war- yes, that is a that, that's very good. good. That's Both- one of the coolest things. But speaking of the map, I don't know why Monolith can't get the maps right because <laughs> Xenoblade Two like had issues with the map too at launch. But like this game, I really wish you could see individual locations on the map, mm, and you can't. Yeah, yeah. And it just makes it really hard for me to. It makes it harder for me to use. I end up not remembering areas as much. I don't I don't care for it. And another thing I don't care for for like the menus. I know I complained about like the colors at first. I kind of gotten used to that, so fine, cool. Yeah. <laughs> but what I don't like, and I actually boot up Zenoblade 2 because I wanted to check this. Item sorting is awful. Alright? I don't know what the fuck they were thinking with that. It's okay. non-existent. It's, yeah, it's non-existent. Theory. It's so it's so bad, especially when you have all these different classes that require all these different pieces of equipment in order for you to optimize them. You All you could do is you could favorite, and yes, I do use that, yeah, but you still have to sift through your favorites. Yep. In, in Blade 2, I could select improves attacks, improves agility. Like, if, I have a, if I'm switching somebody to a defender class, I could, I could easily find, okay, let me find stuff that boosts my agility. Let me find stuff that gives me more aggro. Let me find something that gives me more HP. I could do that. I could do that very quickly with Xenoblade 2. I cannot do that with Blade 3. And that actually makes me less motivated to try the classes oh, because no. I got to go through all, all these different items I have. It's it's so annoying. They I really, really hope they patch that because... I do too. I, like, that's just unacceptable it's in my gross. opinion. It's oh no, Amalthus was right. We are regressing. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, in some ways we are. And that's that's one way. I'm in like, that way, yeah. And it's weird because I've never complained about item sorting in a game before. So to it's see it here, game. it's like, wh- how did they, they did so well with this on Blade 2. How did it, this get messed up here? It did guess, take them a good while in Blade 2 to get there. I mean, yeah, I guess like they wanted to streamline it because you do get a lot of options in Blade 2. But I feel like they went too far with it. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think that's what they did. I think they overcorrected a little bit in this one. Like I said, I found little tricks to it because I go through the menu quite a bit, but it's still not convenient. Like I, 
I'm not I'm not trying to defend it in any way. I'm just yeah. trying to say you can kind of make your life yeah. easier, but man, they really should fix it. Which is what I'm doing. I mean, I am using the favorites feature, which is probably what everyone's going to say. Just use that. And yeah, I am using it. And, and it does help. But, yeah, but it's, it's not perfect. Not, it's not perfect. Not, it is not. No. It is not a solution. So I, I also want to mention on the same note, I like that you can pin items to look for with the gems. But guys, just bring back the bestiary with like, <laughs> bring back the, that's like one of the, that's one of the most convenient things in cross and they will, will not yeah. they refuse to bring it back. <laughs> it would tell you, you could fight a few enemies and it would be like, Oh yeah. And you fought this enemy before. Well, guess what? They dropped this item, this item and this item. And like, well, I want to know where to get that item. I don't just want to be told when I get it, when I happen to come across it that, Oh yeah, it's, it's going towards this. Also, let me check what the requirements are for gems outside of the gym menu. I shouldn't have to go to a campsite to do that. Mm -hmm. And also, like, if you have a higher value gem, you should be able to make... I mean, sorry. Okay. If your item is of higher rarity than what the gem recipe calls for, you should be able to make the gem. That is another thing that I really hate about this game. Because there was a gem where, like, I was trying to make it, and I couldn't, even though I had that. I'm like, what the hell? I have the item. You want to know why I couldn't make it? Because my item... and you had rank three. (laughs) Yeah. Like, that doesn't make any sense. So now I got to go find the specific uh, rarity of the items, too. Yeah, it's it's weird that they did that like that. Like, that's a... That is a very conscious and bizarre choice. Like, that's... That does not make any sense whatsoever. I get it if it's, like, if it requires a rank 2 and I have a rank 1, then fine, whatever. But if I have a rank 3 and it requires a rank 2, I should still be able to make it. Yeah. I'm glad that you're bringing this stuff up, because I I was afraid I was going overboard with what I... (laughs) Like, with my stuff, and I'm just like, no, I forgot to mention this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of little things like that that I'm just kind of like, how do you guys do this? (laughs) Yeah. For all the like quality of life that they're bringing in Xenoblade Three, there's other things that like they totally messed up. <laughs> I agree, at least in my opinion. No, I'm not going to speak authoritatively on it, but yeah. <laughs> oh, this is all just our impressions. I mean, so yeah, yeah. So that was something I did not like at all. Um, what else could I say about this game? Uh, the I also kind of missed the movement canceling. Like you could in, in a Blade 2. But again, I think I that... Did, but... I don't think that was an intended mechanic in Blade 2. And the fact that it's gone here just reinforces that for me. Yeah. I feel like that was just something that we kind of just discovered. And we're like, oh, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> and then abuse it in Blade 2. But yeah. <laughs> I I do feel like I wish there were a little bit more of a... This is This is very small. I feel like there were, I wish there was one more of a tell on when an art ends than there is. And, and two, a bit tighter of a cancel window because if, well, okay, not tighter of a cancel window, but like, if you want to cancel every attack, you can just use an art and keep tapping the button until you get it. Honestly, that's something I've noticed about attack canceling in this one. Like, You, there is no like window of like, oh, if you hit this too early, 
you fail. You can just tap the button as fast as you want after you use an art, and it will still cancel. And that's kind of convenient in a way for this game because it's so loose. But if if we're talking like I if if I'm talking like my dream version of this series, I want it to be as tight as possible at some point in time, maybe. Or maybe not as tight as possible. I like some looseness to my games, but like I want it to be tighter than it is now, is what I should say. And I feel like they're just—I feel like that's just like a free giveaway. Whenever you are actually using a character and can cancel on them, there is absolutely no reason to miss it in that cancel because you can just like spam the button until you get it. And I kind of wish there was a little more like risk reward to that. Is all I'm saying. You know, yeah. Which is which. Speaking of, um, this is a change that like I have mixed feelings on as well. Which is chain attacks, not necessarily the chain attack itself, but rather the meter for it. Because the, one it's, of the biggest changes to combat is that only healers can heal your char- can revive your characters at first, right? So yeah. before you used to have to sacrifice your bit of your chain attack bar to revive your party, and it created kind of a risk reward thing. You know, do you hold out and try to get that chain attack or, you know, you got to revive your characters. And I like that. Um, or like, you know, you use a chain attack, but then you leave yourself vulnerable to the boss's attacks. I, I kind of like that risk reward thing right there. In yeah. this game, there really is no reason for you to not use your chain attack as soon as it's available. Unless you wanted like the Ouroboros chain attack or well, uh, do one of them. Um, Noah's arts. I will bring up one reason. If you're timing on your chain attack at the point that they have their health meter a certain way is in a certain place, I've actually held off on chain attacks to wait until their health is at a lower point so I could get the overkill. Well, yeah, but but I mean, that's that's also in the other games too. Yeah, that's like the only situation where it makes any sense to hold on to it. Yeah, because otherwise there's no reason to not get a chain attack. Yeah. So I'm not sure if I'm a fan of that. And also, uh, they got rid of like the button problems, like when you're hitting like the B button randomly, which you know I, I know a lot of people a lot of people like that. But I'm not sure if what they replaced it with is better, <laughs> because now what what happens whenever you're uh, I think when you're put to sleep or you're toppled, you get kind of like an arcade game input where you had to like wiggle the stick and tap the buttons mm-hmm. a bunch. Yeah, I don't like that. I do not like that at all. I, I like I would have just rathered a character could just walk up to you, pick you up. It's yeah, <laughs> I, I don't care for that. They actually can. Is the thing? Oh, is they the, can. Yeah, like okay. So you know how like whenever they you never have, done it to me. So uh, you know how you hold um, you hold a. Well, I think you have to do it most. Well, actually, no, they've done it for me. But um, you have to hold a to revive someone. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Whenever someone falls down, like if you notice that, you can actually pick them up, and it's a much quicker pickup than a, than like a revive, of course. But okay. um, that goes into one of my other issues with the gameplay in this game. With one gameplay thing in this game, I hate the revive button. I I don't yeah. like its placement it, it sh- at all. It should not be a. It should not be the same as your. Well, I, I I would like it if it were just that, but it's the exact same button prompt as run away from battle, yeah. and I cannot tell you how many times I've actually sheathed instead of revived because of that. And that is very annoying. Um, they should have put those on two different buttons, is all I gotta say. This uh, th- this game, once again, runs into that big problem of, oh, uh, we don't have enough buttons for, for our game. 
but I feel like there's a better way they could have done that. There's absolutely a better way they could have done with it. In a lot of ways, they did correct on a lot of that stuff, but that's one place where I was like, nah. And especially, like, with the revival thing, one of the most annoying and frustrating things about this game is your healers, right? They, they're the main people who can revive you. There are other ways to revive characters on other classes. Like, there is an item you can get that will let you revive somebody regardless of class, for instance. Um, it's It really, really, really sucks that every healer class is so squishy because you know what happens? If an enemy AoEs and your healers just happen to be next to each other, they both die they're and then you're screwed. Yep, that does suck. It's so annoying. It's happened to me multiple times in this playthrough, and I get upset every single time it happens. Game's too easy, though, huh? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Enemy's too strong? Yeah. Enemy's too strong? <laughs> but yeah, I, I, really, I really dislike that. I really think they should have had Revive be, like, a skill you can learn from a class. Mm. I was thinking it would be, like, you master a class, and then one of them would give you Revive, but you could you could use that as a skill. I thought that would have been a nice way of doing it because the only be cool. other way is, you know, you use the uh, item I mentioned, which means you're sacrificing an accessory slot for it. And you'll yeah. get three. So it's, it's really annoying. I can't wait to see what the updates for this game are. Yeah, honestly. me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, like I said, it just it's just really frustrating when every single healing healer class has like super low HP because... If they get AoE'd, then you're just screwed. <laughs> v true, V true. Um, do I have anything else to say about this game? Because I've spoken a lot. Um, we should go into music. Because I, I have I have yeah. something to say about that as well that I forgot to say earlier. Yeah, music wise, uh, I okay so. When I first played this game, I wasn't feeling a lot of the music. I like Blade 2's more bombastic tunes. They're really in your face with that one. But I will say, I started listening to the soundtrack outside of the game, and I am appreciating it a lot more. And I think I will appreciate the music much more the, the more I listen to it. Mm-hmm. So that's good, at least. And I'm not going to say the music is bad, because there are some absolute bangers in this one, for sure. Oh, man, there's some that are just like go in like maybe more insane than a lot of them in the older games in but they're like yeah. few and far between mm-hmm. um but i was gonna uh, well i don't want to interrupt your tangent on it so you you can no, go really that, that's all i have to say about it okay well what i was gonna say is that i am uh i have this weird like especially when it complements a world a certain way and i could see like oh yeah maybe this stuff isn't like as good to listen to it on its own but and i love the older bombastic soundtracks as well, but I, I like a little bit of in between, and I feel like this game is really giving me a lot of that. It's reminding me of ways, uh, especially with some of the instrumentation they've used in this one. You get more techno-y sounding stuff, like we did in, um, in like with the with those like thuming bass beats and stuff like that behind a few songs, especially like we got in Xenoblade Cross, which I really like about that game. Um, I like that they did some of that in this, and I'm also like a big appreciator of like, especially like, um, the more techno sounding kind of um, ambient music in these games. To sit, it sets up like an atmosphere. I feel like there's a few tracks in this game that are um, still very good, but I, I go into some areas and I'm like, 
I kind of wish like every time I walked into this, um, like say a village area, I don't always feel like it needs to just be like very homely feeling like they do. <laughs> like I get why they did it, but I'm like, I almost wish I I almost wish the um, like the Kevis colony themes were a little different. I really like the Agni and Colony themes music, but there are times whenever you're, you're like in a crisis and it doesn't really change <laughs> and it's like huh <laughs> feels like a lot less uh which that's not always there are a lot of times where you know it is but there are times i was like i don't feel like i should be it should be playing this mu- music at this part in this area but that's just very minor i i gotta say man as far as like ambient tracks go this game opens up with like some of its some of its best, I feel like. Um Everblight Plain is still one of my favorite tracks in the game. That is like very start of the game. That's I can't that even can that even be considered a spoiler to name that? No. That and I really like the rest spot theme. Like it does its job incredibly well, and every time I go to a rest spot, I feel like or like have a conversation it feels like perfect it feels like this um you like when you're watching a movie and there's like a scene where people are just talking but everything feels just like so much more amped up and dramatic because of the soundtrack behind it and stuff or like or not even that or maybe it's just like you feel at ease um in this situation and it just like setting up for those wrist spots like um it's a very oddly kind of like melancholy and emotional track for that that really fits the tone of the game and i, I and then everybody playing i like i love it so much because of just how mysterious it makes things sound like um especially like with oh man where's this going to go especially like this is the fir- one of the first tracks you hear in the game what's going to happen and i could say the same about a few other like area musics the overarching like area mu- musics are uh, like songs, musics. <laughs> what am I saying? Um, are some of my favorites so far. Like in the in this game, um, out out of like all of them, those are some of my favorites as far as those go. But then whenever it wants to go into like battle themes and do like like the harder hitting stuff, I think it really nails it at times. Um, I don't know if I could say that the um that any of them I, I like necessarily super like better than a few of them in like one or two i will say there's a few battle tracks in two i don't care as much for um that i think this one definitely outshines but um there's a few tracks in two that i also really love uh battle tracks and i would say about the same about i know this might beat like for me, I feel like maybe some of those tracks uh, I like a little better than like, like or maybe like the tracks in this game, the battle tracks as a whole, I like better than uh, like twos all put together considering there's like one or two and two that I'm not as keen on battle track wise, but uh, I'm not sure about one. I'm not sure if they beat ones. Um, it's hard to say though. It's I, I don't think th- I don't think that they beat Torna or Future Connected's battle track wise 
in most cases, but I do really like a lot of them in this one. I, I don't have any big like complaints about them in this one at all. And I do like the use of the flutes a lot. I am a little... Um, I, I do understand also that people have talked about the flutes being like a little bit shrill, and I completely understand that. But I I mean, that's, that is unfortunate. That That's the kind of thing like... That is a legitimate complaint, but just in terms of that not really affecting me in that way, um, I can't really say, like I, I I like what the flutes add. I think they do a lot better with flutes here for me than they did with trumpets in third gen Pokemon <laughs> with MIDI trumpets. So there's that. Um, but yeah, like I, I think. Uh, even if you don't like listening to ambient music, I think it has a really good placement for setting up environments. And I think that this game mostly hits with it so far for me. Like, I, I can't think of many cases in which I was like, that, you know, that doesn't make this world feel like... That doesn't feel right for here. Like, maybe... Maybe a few of the night themes. I feel like, okay, this is way too... I get that it's night, but this is way too calm for this area. We're not just taking a stroll through this hostile wasteland. <laughs> but, like, other than that, like... Man, I... It's... The the music has done a lot for me, personally. I, I really appreciate what they did with it in this game. I do wish there were... if If I were to have it absolutely my way... I would say add a few more tracks that like have some more of that like booming like sound to them in the background like the like as far as like the uh like for the area themes like I want to I want to reference like Cross because like I think it did it best in the in terms of this is like Primordia you're going through Primordia and that soundtrack is just going like it's still got some subtleties to it, but it's just going off. And I, I wish there were a little bit more of that here and there, but I like what it's doing. I like what they've done with what with this new direction. And I think it's one of um I, I it's hard to say. I, I'm gonna have to get through all of it and take a look back and like listen through all of it again a few more times, but in terms of putting me in the place when I'm in the place, it does a really good job of that for me. And uh, yeah, just I, I think that's mostly my thoughts on it. Is like I I can uh, I, I feel like there are a few games that I played in the past that really got me, especially to appreciate ambient soundtracks more. Um, I will say. This game does a lot better with its ambient soundtrack than I feel like Elden Ring does. <laughs> well, I haven't played Elden Ring, so I can tell you. No, no, I know. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't care much for the ambient soundtrack in Elden Ring. It's just like as a point of reference there. Um, and one soundtrack that I really like that's like almost completely ambient is Deus Ex Human Revolution has an incredible soundtrack. And it's mostly ambient. Or it's like leaning more that direction, you know. Just like I'm just trying to make like points of reference here for like other games that did it well to compare it to in some ways. That just come to mind. There's probably a lot better seeing as this is a JRPG and I just mentioned two things that are absolutely not that. 
<laughs> but yeah, I I'm not disappointed with the soundtrack. Uh, I feel like there's uh, a few more things that I would love to hear in there, but I'm I'm not dissatisfied with this at all. All right, uh, back to Justin. Do you have any other thoughts? Um, I guess like. I didn't say my favorite character. Uh, I would say Lan, Senna, Uni, and Tyon are my favorites. Though I actually have a pretty big soft spot for Mio. Mio has some great scenes towards the end. And honestly, it's hard to pick a favorite because I really like all of them. I know that's a boring answer, but... I mean, the same answer that I gave, so... <laughs> yeah, no yeah I really... It's, it's hard to pick a favorite because they're all pretty, pretty good. I really mm-hmm. like this cast. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Is that is that it? Yeah, that's that's all I have to say. Okay. All right. I actually feel bad with how much I interjected there, but it's all good. Yeah. Yeah, it's all right. Um, so mine won't be quite as long and probably not as complicated either because I'm when it comes to mechanics, I it's like other I'm not like super into like breaking it apart and whatnot. But anyway, um, so I'm on chapter six, like early chapter six. Um, I'm kind of similar um, opinions to what's already been discussed. Um, like, actually, like the first two chapters of the game, I wasn't actually feeling like the cast of characters. I don't know why. Um, there just wasn't going much along but then chapter three hit and then i just fell in love with everyone i don't know what was up with those first two chapters but chapter three and then onward i just i just love the characters um the world is similar like even though it's like a rehash of worlds from xenoblade one and two there just isn't i don't know it's just nothing special or any place that kind of reminds me of those special places from the first two games that grip me as much um also with all the colonies i get them all mixed up especially the kevesi colonies because it's like colony 11 colony 30 colony 25 colony i don't know it's just (laughs) all the numbers like kind of like throws it oh sesame street named them (laughs) Which gets me into something else that I don't like that I won't go into detail on this episode, but the villains I (laughs) feel are very lacking um, and they kind of follow a similar like because they're all named after letters from the alphabet and they just feel as throwaway as that. But that I had such high hopes for them. (laughs) I yeah, I I mean, there's at least one villain that I like, but everyone else. But again, I'm all, I haven't beaten the game, so maybe there will be something in this chapter in the last that'll turn everything around. But oh my god, I'm a there. It's the weakest cast of villains in a Zeno game for me, at least so far. Um, God, I'm saying all the things that I hate. Um. That's fine. <laughs> That's what this is partially about. But the things I do like, uh, like we've already mentioned, the cast of characters, even though it took me a while to warm up to them, are fantastic. I love Tyon. 
I didn't expect to love uni, but I love uni, and I'm starting to warm up a little bit more with Mio, um, and Lands. I, I like Lands. Um, now I'm also of the opinion that Noah is a little bland, but he has been a little bit more interesting in the past chapter or so. So I won't, I won't dog on him too much, even though I'm like, I miss Shulk and Rex a little bit. And I like, I didn't even, I didn't love Rex, but I'm like, I, I feel like he was more interesting. I guess um, I'm the only one that just loved Rex the most so far. <laughs> just about. Um, um, oh, no. As for the music. Um, He's yeah. definitely a in pro tag. Yeah. But I get it, yeah. Yeah. So I the get music, it, yeah. Yeah, the music's been... Yeah, there's nothing as good, but of course there is one boss battle theme that the first oh, time I heard it, you probably know what it is, but it's just like, holy shit, it was just so good. And I definitely, when I finished the game, I would listen to that track multiple times because <sighs> that's probably my favorite track. As As much as I like the chain attack theme... Whenever it interrupts oh, that uh, one, I'm just it like, ruins uh, it. It ruins like, no. it. <laughs> like, no. Make a different theme. This song is so epic. Why are you yeah. ruining it? <laughs> I, w- is- I wish they had done, like, a more dynamic thing with it. Mm-hmm. Like, this is something... Do you mind if I mention real fast? So, weird, weird, a point of, weird point of reference, but in Paper Mario Origami King, they have, like, this <laughs> dynamic music that when you're in a certain, like, mode of battle... Like, mm-hmm. it will switch from the big bombastic track to, like, a thinking version of the track where it's, like, lower and more subtle and or something like that. Or they will switch to this version of the track whenever you're in this point. I wish they had done something like that with this game. Mm-hmm. Maybe, I like, mean, every boss could have a unique chain attack theme. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Like, maybe that that's asking great. for too much, but mm. that would have been really cool. That Because been I think cool. it would have flowed a lot better. That's my two cents. <laughs> No, no, yeah, that I completely agree. Um, um, let's see, was there anything else I was going to say? Oh, yes. I mean, favorite characters, like, of course, uh, Tyon Uni, but also, no one has mentioned this, but Riku. Riku is like oh, yeah. the best, the he, best Nopon character. He he's is so good. I love him. I also love I- Manana. I love and them both so very much. I love how the party tries to ship them, and I it's just so <laughs> wholesome, and mm-hmm. I love it. Um, but yeah, I love Riku. I, I, yeah, and I love like Riku's voice. <laughs> it throws me off every time, but I love it. I'm it's... slightly more mixed on Manana, but mm-hmm. I it's mostly just because she's a little bit she, bubbly. She's kind of overkill. Yeah. She's just a little overkill for me, but that's, I know that's an unpopular opinion. <laughs> no, that's fine. But I still like her. Like, don't get me wrong. There's not a character in the game I really dislike that I can think of. I I can't think of one if I do. So, anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, um, I've just... Uh, Part of me thinks that there's some aspects of it, like the story and characters are a very slow burn. Um, and then they do hit really good highs when they can, but there's just a lot in between that can be a little, eh, 
No, I um, shouldn't make that joke. Oh, I was gonna say, is this the Kiseki game of the series? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Don't don't hurt me. <laughs> no one hurt me. I, lo- I love that series too, but it, you heard them, Kiseki fans. Go after. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Get him. Um, <laughs> um, Ruin me on Twitter. I like it. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, I am looking forward to how this game will end. Um, though, part of me, I don't know. I don't want it to end, but at the same time, I do. And I have been kind of playing it a little less, so I don't know if maybe I've been burnt out. I've played over 100 hours like everyone else has. Um, you and me both. I feel yeah. like I'm in... Yeah. I actually I, haven't broken 100 yet. I think I'm at about like 75 or something like oh, that. Oh, okay. I, I felt the same as you, Tyler, when I got to the point where you know it's going to be the last boss battle. I was like toying with the idea, okay, should I go back and monkey around do more quests? Mm-hmm. Should I, you know level up more should i do this or should i just go through a door and i chose to go through the door i will i will put it this way there's a certain point in that game where something really big and climactic happens that jen and i are already past mm-hmm. that i don't know where like it, it feels like everything else is going to be somewhat predictable but i'm not sure like mm-hmm. we had we don't have any way of knowing but this almost this bit that think jen and i are both in because we're about the same place it mm-hmm. feels like we're just kind of tying up loose ends a little bit to me you know what i mean yeah like, yeah i'm still not certain of how yeah how everything's but, gonna go but yeah exactly i don't either no but i have kind of burned myself out a little bit but i'll try to get back on it and beat it so i could see all the spoilers and all the art and everything soon uh, hopefully i was gonna say well i mean i don't do you, what, did you have anything else to add to that because i did come i did think of something that i don't think all of us like answered what would that be well um hk brought up uh i mean we can't go into detail but like hk brought up favorite hero did each of us have one of those like we just name the class or something for for those in the know they'll get it you know oh um, yeah um since i don't have all of them yet i don't i'm only I'm missing sick. one we can we can probably do that for another podcast because there's yeah, some that are like we could we could yeah let's thought do that big spoilers okay yeah okay. and we're running a bit low on time so yeah we can do that some other time oh true true sorry about that yo you're fine uh, but yeah, um, I'll probably say more once we do our uh, spoiler roundtable episode, and we will do that sometime in the future. I don't know when. Just more people have to beat it, including myself. <laughs> uh, Haven't even finished. Already can't wait. AMA. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I think we'll just call it there. Um, yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening and people participating. Uh, to just uh, if you want to listen to us or follow us on Twitter, we're at Cinochat Podcast and pretty much there on Instagram as well. Okay, uh, well, uh, yeah, thank you everyone for uh, talking, uh, discussing all the Zeno merch and uh, our Xenoblade 3 impressions so far, and have a good night. Mm-hmm.
Take care, folks. Take care. Thank you.